understand the human pattern of behavior that's happening in you. I understand the human behavior pattern that's happening in me. And this is how I'm going to choose to respond to it. It's going to come from a place of love and it's going to come from a place of compassion. It's going to come from a place of solidifying my self-worth instead of using somebody else's opinion to prove to myself that I'm not worthy or that I'm not good enough or I'm offensive to another human being. Hello and welcome to another season of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. My name is Emily Chadbourne and this is your safe space to explore how weird it is to be human. Yes, we talk about mindset, manifestation and spirituality, but we do it through the lens of our humanity. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I love you very much. Before we get started, I would just like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, the Boonarong people of the Kulin Nation, and I pay my respects to elders past and present. Hi team, Em here. All right, I want to talk to you about a dress that I wore to a wedding. Now, that might sound like a really shit subject, but stay with me because I think it's quite interesting. All right, so I have a couple of friends, Caleb and Donna. They were getting married at a destination wedding in Palm Cove, which is just north of Cairns here in Australia. It's in Queensland. So quite tropical, right? Quite warm. And they asked me to MC. Really sweet. Absolutely more than happy to do it. What an honor. So my other friend, Carly, who lives in New Zealand, was also going to the wedding and the two of us got an Airbnb and went up for the whole week and we had an absolute blast. But I just didn't really know what to wear to this wedding. So in the UK, weddings tend to be quite formal and certainly growing up, all the, ch- all the weddings I went to were church weddings. And I don't think that's the case across the board, obviously, but... In my kind of social network as a kid, it definitely was. So you'd have like a church service and then you'd go and you'd have the sit down reception and then you'd have an evening reception. And it was, yeah, really formal. Women wore hats. Yeah, it was like there was a lot of peach and pink because it was the 80s. Anyway, obviously, as I grew up, there were more of a diverse I sort of was introduced to more of a diverse experience around weddings and what a wedding could be. But as a general rule, it was still really, really formal attire. In Australia, it tends to be a bit more cash and I'm fully fucking here for it, especially because obviously the weather is much nicer here in Australia. So it gets quite hotter and, you know, people tend to wear um, more, yeah, more casual wear. So I wasn't really sure, even though I've been here for 12 years and I've been to a few weddings here, I just wasn't really sure what to wear. So I did a reel, right? And I love a reel me and I love fashion and I love including you guys in my life. I I get off on it. I'm all here for it. So I did a reel and I have five potentials for a wedding dress and I asked the audience, hey, which one should I wear to MC this wedding? And I mentioned the fact that I was 42 because... I whether this is right or wrong there and my wardrobe is ridiculous right I've got some absolutely ridiculous pieces in my wardrobe there's a lot of color there's a lot of sparkles I'm quite I would say relatively adventurous with my fashion but 
I am aware of my age. I am 42 and I was really aware of the role that I was playing at the wedding that I was emceeing. So I kind of mentioned it in the reel. Anyway, this reel blew up, my friends, on my Facebook page, which is kind of a little bit of a dustland fairy tale part of my social media corner. It is, you know, I don't really interact much there. Like if people ever comment, I obviously go in and and comment back. But, you know, it's not, I don't generate a lot of conversation there. For whatever reason, my Facebook page where this reel was posted, so I post my reels on Instagram, I post them on my personal profile, M Chabon, and I post them on my page, Emily Chabon. It just blew up. Like, as of recording this podcast episode, there were like over 200,000 views on this reel. It makes no sense to me, but there we go. It hasn't blown up on any of my other platforms. It's just my Facebook page. Now, loads of those comments were really lovely. Loads of them were just simply like, you should choose dress number one. I prefer jumpsuit number five. Right, lovely, great, thank you. That was the call to action. You tell me which one you prefer. And then... (laughs) There's just, I mean, there's not many of them, but fuck, they hit hard. There's just a few individuals who I have never interacted with anything that I've ever done before. So I don't know what the algorithm has picked up on, but like these people commenting aren't my normal people. They're not people who follow me. They're not people who are in my Facebook group or follow me on Instagram or clients or anything or even family and friends. So the algorithms obviously just for whatever reason pushed it out to a whole bunch of people that I just never met and who've never heard my name so they probably don't understand my personality they don't understand all of that I get it and maybe it is confrontational to see a very vibrant very confident massive pink lipstick quite sparky woman doing this reel on their feed right but fuck there are some comments on that reel which are just downright mean like just unnecessary and really horrible comments like um none of them you look awful in all of them take that pink lipstick off your face you're wearing too much makeup i wouldn't have you mc my wedding and you know when you're just like what who the fuck are you to come into my facebook page and say things like that and i think the reason i bring this up we're going to get on to what i actually wore in a minute but the reason that i bring this up is that I think the me of probably like four or five years ago, if I'd had those sorts of comments on any of the content that I had put out, I would have fully freaked out. I would have felt like, oh my God, what have I done? These people are judging me. These people don't like me. Bear in mind for every 20 lovely comments, I would get one sort of slightly neggy comment. But I would that I would have taken them to heart. And of course... I notice them more than I notice all of the lovely comments, right? Of course, because our brain is hardwired to pick up on cues and signs that we are disconnecting from our society in a way or that our community is unhappy with us or that we are standing out from the crowd because it's a survival mechanism. It's fucking prehistoric, right? Like it goes back to the beginning of time. It's a survival mechanism and it's worked really well for us. And our brain doesn't really understand when it's necessary in the wild and when it's not necessary on the back of a social media comment. But 
my God. I had to like take a beat and remind myself, hey, you know what? These people are actually really entitled to their opinion and you asked for their opinion. Now, I didn't ask them to be mean, but I did say, which do you prefer, one, two, three, four or five? And potentially they saw that as an invitation to comment on my overall aesthetic, my overall wardrobe choices and to be mean about me, okay? Now, I have to take full responsibility that if I'm gonna put content like that out there, that I am actually inviting people to respond to that content. But I no longer have that kind of like visceral reaction that I would have had four or five years ago. I would have taken it down. I would have blocked absolutely every negative comment. I would have probably not put content like that back up again. But I think now I'm at the age of 42 and I really see the woods for the trees. I really understand what is happening in the lives of the people who choose to tear other women down. I can see their pain and I don't mean that to sound condescending or patronizing, but I think you have to sometimes choose to interpret what somebody is not saying in their actions and the needs that are not being met for those people like clearly some of those women and I did have a little stalk of their profiles of course I did because I'm a human being and I was like I was looking at their profiles and I was like oh I get it I get why you would be offended by somebody who is 42 living a vibrant free connected loving happy life in a body that is able and fit and healthy and toned because I put the work in to make it that way. Like I understand why that might offend you, why my very presence on your newsfeed might bring about in you your own feeling of inadequacy or not enoughness and how the quickest and safest strategy for you to deploy in those sorts of situations is to tear me down. And so I didn't delete all of the nasty comments and I haven't taken down the post and I am going to continue putting up content that I find fun and enjoyable to record and that I feel like invites really lovely community onto my page and I'm going to continue to acknowledge the people that come forth to tear me down and to just send back love and compassion and again I don't mean that to sound condescending I think I'm so I've got to the point now at the age of 42 where I am I know I'm a really good person and I know that the content that I put out has a really positive intention for the people that view it and therefore I don't have to defend or excuse myself to people who don't get it Now that has taken work, right? I've been in personal development for eight years and I have a very uh, solid spiritual practice and I talk about personal development every day. I teach personal development every day. I have a team of personal development support around me and I'm always in the process of asking myself, how can I love myself more today? what needs to happen in my thoughts, in my stories, in my actions for me to show up as the person who adores myself, who values myself, who honors myself. And how can I continue 
to build that relationship with myself and that is a really important part of who I am and the life that I live so you know that it's taken a while to get here like I said five years ago I'd have fully freaked out and phoned all of my friends and had to tell everyone and looked for reassurance and now I can sit back and go like oh I I understand the human pattern of behavior that's happening in you I understand the human behavior pattern that's happening in me and this is how I'm going to choose to respond to it it's going to come from a place of love and it's going to come from a place of compassion it's going to come from a place of solidifying my self-worth instead of using somebody else's opinion to prove to myself that I'm not worthy or that I'm not good enough or I'm offensive to another human being so that's the first thing that I wanted to say about uh, the dress that I wore to the wedding because actually it turned out not to be any of the dresses that I put in the reel a friend of mine Rosie who is like my sister from another mister we are absolute like firm firm friends she saw the reel and she was like babe come on over has a wardrobe full of dresses let's have some fun so I went round to Rosie's house the night before I flew and raided her wardrobe and there's this beautiful dress god love her she'd never worn it herself which was so kind the tags were still on it she's so lovely and generous and just wants other people to be happy and is just she's just a gem Anyway, so this multicolored, very bright, very vibrant, very tight fitting with like kind of like a cowl neck around the boobs. So it kind of like wasn't too booby because there was so much material around the boobs. But other than that, it was very slinky, had a little cut out around the side, which I don't normally go for because I don't believe that you should cut out sections of clothing. I just that that fashion trend has gone over my head. I am too old that's when I feel like a gen x you know is when I'm like nah cutouts are not for me millennials can pull it off sometimes I identify as a millennial sometimes I identify as a gen x and when it comes to holes in clothing I'm a firm gen x so but because it was completely backless actually the cutout wasn't weird it didn't didn't look too much like a cutout anyway there's a I'm going to try and put a picture somewhere. Have a look on my socials. If you're listening to this in real time, go back in my socials a couple of weeks and you'll see a picture of the dress. Multicolored. But it didn't have a back, right? So it just had like a couple of like string ties that tied up at the back, but basically it completely and totally an utterly backless dress. Now, when I looked in the mirror wearing that dress at Rosie's house, obviously my hair wasn't done, my makeup wasn't done. I was like wearing pajamas underneath. But I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, that dress is arguably one of the most beautiful things I've ever put on my body. But the story that came to mind for me was, am I too old to wear it? Now, of course, I know that that story is not true. But it was there and it was really present and I kind of felt it really viscerally. I looked at myself in the mirror and I know I don't look 42, whatever a 42 year old is meant to look like, okay, because we've been so, I don't know what the word is, like fucking beaten up by society's expectations of aging and beauty standards and all of that stuff. But I know that objectively, I probably don't look like I'm 42. And a lot of that is luck and a lot of it is genetics and a lot of it is lifestyle choices. You know, I've chosen not to have children, so I sleep eight hours every single night. You know, like I know that that is part of, you know, the one of the reasons. Now, I'm not saying if you've got kids, you look older than me. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying 
objectively, when I look in the mirror, I don't think I look 42 and I don't feel or necessarily act 42. Whatever 42 is meant to look like or however you're meant to act when you're 42. Anyway, whatever. I felt looking in the mirror like, I can't wear this dress, I'm too old. And I kind of looked at Rosie and I was like, oh, I don't know, am I just a bit too old for this dress? And I just think her reaction was just perfect. She was like, no, the only person that decides whether you're too old or too young for that dress is you. And that's when I was like, you know what? I work really hard, not at the aesthetics of my body necessarily, but I've taken so much control over my physical fitness over the last couple of years because I know I am aging and not because I want to look how I looked when I was 23 because I'll never look like that again. There's no anti-gravity machine in the world that could perk me up the way that I was perked when I was 23, right? Like I'm not trying to look younger by going to the gym, but I'm very aware that my body is only going to get older and it's only going to get creakier and it's only going to feel harder and harder and harder as my body naturally ages. And so I want to do everything in my power through strength training, functional training, cardio training to ensure that as my body gets older, it is in the fittest state that it could be. The natural consequence to that is that I am relatively quite toned and, you know, I'm, while I'm absolutely bigger than I was in my 20s and 30s, I'm probably fitter and I think that does show. And again, I haven't had three kids, so, you know, I don't, and again, I'm not saying if you've got three children that you're not going to, you know, look fit and healthy, but those are the sorts of things that are working um, towards me or for me rather when it comes to keeping in peak and physical shape i don't have any pelvic floor issues all of that kind of stuff okay so of course i'm speaking in sweeping generalizations here of course i am i look in the mirror and i don't see a 42 year old body and i don't see a 42 year old face and i don't see a 42 year old soul and i think this story that i have about how i should be what i should look like how I should be behaving, what I should have achieved, what my life should look like is all just a social paradigm that I don't have to choose to interact with. I'm 42. I should have three kids by now. I'm 42. I should own my own house. I'm 42. I should be married. I'm 42. I should have a bit of a punch or slightly flabby underarms or loads and loads of wrinkles. Now, like... I don't have those things in part because I do love a bit of Botox, not going to lie about it, but also luck, genetics, working out at the gym, all of not having children, all of those things. Again, sweeping generalizations. No, no one, I'm not here to offend anyone. I look in the mirror and I think to myself, I get to wear whatever the fuck I want to wear. And if I feel comfortable, if I feel confident, if I feel fun, and if I feel like what I'm wearing represents my soul, represents my spirit, represents my essence, then anything else is just noise that I don't have to engage with and that I don't have to listen to. That doesn't mean it's not there. I can hear the voices and the noise of you're too old to look like that you look like mutton dressed as lamb you're looking like you're trying to be you know a gen zer it was a very gen z dress 
I can hear that. I just don't have to engage with it as the truth. I don't have to take action based on that noise and therefore manifest it into my reality as an experience that I am having. I get to look in the mirror and go, you know what? You look fucking great in that dress. It's representative of your smile and your spirit and your energy levels. Go, th- go and wear that fucking dress. And I did. I went and I wore the dress and I felt so bloody great in it. I felt like it was representative of where I am in my life and how I feel about my life. And there have been years and years and years in my 20s and in my 30s where I would never have dared to wear a dress like that because I would have been so scared that someone thought I loved myself too much, that someone thought I was up myself, that someone thought that I was showing off. And this ties back to my reaction to the nasty comments on my reel. It's like, that's your stuff. I spent so many years in my 20s and my 30s not expressing myself as the person that I really was because I was so scared of your negative judgment of me. So I played a smaller game. I covered myself up. I didn't dance on the dance floor, whatever it was, right? And I am no longer playing that game. I work hard for the life that I live, for the health that I have, for the money in my bank, for the friendships that support me and for the confidence that I own. I have worked for that and I continue to work for it. It's not a one hit wonder. It's not do the eight week course and then you're done. It is intentional and consistent work that I do on myself, on my physical health, on my mental health, on my spiritual health, on my social health. I am in the work 24 seven. And if that ends up looking like a fit, healthy, vibrant, confident, fun, gorgeous girls swirling around the dance floor at a wedding, then you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you with your bloody negative comments about how I don't know how to dress or I shouldn't be wearing that much makeup or like, that's your problem. It's not my problem. So where's the point of this whole podcast episode? What I would love for you guys to start thinking about is Where are you holding yourself back in the expression of yourself? Now, that might not be in a dress. It might be the way that you talk about yourself or your business or your relationship. It might be the way that you ask for more money in the workplace. It might be the way you show up on social media to promote your side hustle. It could be anything. Where are you being an expression of yourself? And where are you denying the truest expression of yourself in the fear of what someone might say, of the comment that someone might write, of the opinion that somebody else might have. And what work needs to be done, what love needs to be given, what stories need to be rewritten and what confidence needs to be built so that you can stand in the full expression of who you are and know in your heart that you feel good that you're happy with the way that you're showing up, that you're happy with the way that you look. And I don't mean like, do you look a certain way? I just mean like, do you feel confident in the way that you are showing up? How you're coming across, the person that you are being. And you know what? Maybe there were some people at that wedding who looked at me and went, oh God, she's a lot, isn't she? 
she's there with a microphone and you know because I was the MC first one on the dance floor and laughing too loud maybe they were thinking that and you know what they are entitled to their opinion of me because the opinion of me that is more important than anybody else's is mine and I know that my opinion of me is a healthy one when somebody else looks at me and goes I don't think you should be wearing that I don't think you should be having that pink lipstick I think you laugh too loud I think you're too much and when I feel like that's your problem and not mine that's when I know I've done the work that's when I know the work is working that's when I know I'm in a place of congruency with myself and that's when I know I have given myself full permission to show up as the person that I really am anybody else's opinion of that is just not my problem and it's not my business So I trust that that has been useful. Please let me know if you've loved this podcast. I would love you to rate and review it. I would love you to share it on your Insta stories. You can tag me mchadbourne. And of course, feel free to email me, info emilychadbourne.com. I'd love to know what you love about this podcast episode. And if you've got any other things that you would like me to talk about, then just let me know. Always up for a little DM moment. So if you've got a question, absolutely send it in, info at emilychadbourne.com. And I promise I will record a podcast episode just for you. All right, my loves, stay at peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. I really appreciate your listening. If you have loved this episode, please share the shit out of it. Tell all your mates, go and whack it on your Insta stories and tag me, M. Chadbourne. And wherever you are listening, if you could rate and review, I would very much appreciate it. You're a legend. Bye.